Welcome to the show, everyone. We have a return guest, uh, Dr. Robert Yoho. He's here to give us an update on the uh, virus that's going on out there. Last time we talked about him was like in the beginning stages, and there's always updates, and he's going to tell us about the different variants that are out there and so forth. Robert, welcome to the show. You're right. I'm grateful for your time, and thank you for uh, having me on. Um, I always do my disclaimer, and that you know, we're stuck with this because we live in America with all the plaintiff's lawyers. Um, this is not medical advice. Use this at your own risk. Although I've studied this material for years and I uh, believe it's all true. Um, that's the disclaimer. So, right. so you, you said that you've heard the um, Joe Rogan episodes about, uh, about this uh, with uh, Robert Malone and mm -hmm. um, Peter McCullough. Yes. The, yeah, those are the big news. And I, I, I think I think it's super important, uh, especially the McCullough one. The um, the other one is is very touching and uh, affecting for me. And I, I mean, he almost cried at the end of it. Uh, he felt so strongly about the censorship and the uh, the aggressive attack on our children with this vaccine. Um, but these are incredibly credible um, academics and they are willing to get deleted and canceled and hassled uh, indefinitely uh, for speaking up. And, but these guys, uh, Malone was the inventor of the uh, messenger RNA uh, technology. I mean, he was a co-inventor. So, I mean, it's super important that we listen to those. And uh, immediately after those went up yesterday, in fact, <clears throat> Rogan got pulled off Twitter and he had, he had 8 million followers. So these people are malignant, they're, they're networked and they're powerful. And so it's it's an unbelievable scene. It just doesn't seem to be getting any better as far as that goes. You know, well, it's just... I, I, I'm not quite as uh, opt, uh, pessimistic about it. Um, the thing the thing you can do if you have smart friends is see if you can get them to listen to at least the McCullough Rogan interview and give them that RFK Jr. book. Um, the real Anthony Fauci. And I had a friend that was begging me for sources for ivermectin after he did that. <laughs> he just, he immediately, he com completely red pilled. And I never thought this guy would come around. I mean, he, he is, uh, uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, he's pretty irrational, but he read the RFK. He checked the resources. I mean, he's, he, he's much more intellectual than I gave him credit for. He checked the links in the uh, ebook and uh, and verified that the thing was on track. It had twenty three. It has twenty three hundred references, and then he then he uh, listened to that interview. And I mean, this this guy like flipped. And the the point of this whole exercise that we're doing is we can change people's minds one at a time, or we you and I can do this with podcasts. Um, and of course, I go on as a guest rather than a host. But I, I also have a podcast of my own. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, once a person flips to understanding uh, the, the matrix, they, they don't they don't they don't ever uh, flip back in, into being uh, brainwashed. And it, it seems as if we have a third of our country that's absolutely brainwashed. And, you know, all of us that are doing this work have had people write us notes and say, don't ever contact me again. I'm uh, I am, uh, you know this or that. And, uh, you know, you're uh, you're deluded or whatever. Um, but we just have to press on. Yes. Yes, we do. And, and it's, I don't know what the, the next plan for the evil, evil government to do, but I'm sure it's something that's going to continue to take away our freedoms and, you know, 
you you know what I'm saying? It's it's yeah. it's it's going to be you know it's not going to it's just going to get worse and worse. To me, it's like they know they're losing. I really do believe they know they're losing this agenda, and it's like a spoiled child. And they're going to just you know kick and scream. Well, I would uh, maybe characterize it a little differently. I you know I think that we're in the midst of a, a tremendous fight or a war, and we I I don't I we can't give up because our feet are in the alligator's mouth. If you think you're going to giving up and letting the alligator eat you is the way to go. I mean, right. God bless right. you. But uh, right. we, we can't, we can't do that if we have any grasp of what's going on. So, um, but, but I think I, I, I wouldn't say we're either winning or losing. I'd say there's a lot of progress and the, uh, the other side is tremendously powerful there there. It's unbelievable how much money is lined up to, promote this uh, agenda to essentially destroy our constitution and our rights. And I mean, RFK Jr. in a lecture, which we can link in the show notes, said that uh, all the uh, constitutional amendments are freaking history, except for the second, which is the right to bear arms. And that seems to be getting stronger. I mean, people are buying guns for the Oh, battle. you better believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, but anyway, it, it, you know, so we can discuss the things that have happened that are very positive for the sure. uh, for the uh, uh, the disease uh, process and the COVID narrative and all that stuff. But yeah, you're right; they're going to come up with something else, and it's not going to be good. Mm -hmm. And certainly, on their playbook is trying to leverage the climate uh, change uh, ideas further into scaring the hell out of everybody. And uh, these things, you know, w without addressing the science. I mean, the idea that anything's going to happen in the next uh, 200 years is preposterous. I mean, this, these are long-term geologic changes and uh, the, uh, uh, you know, whether, whether any of it has merit or not, uh, we, we shouldn't get into because it's almost like another religion. We don't, yeah. we don't want to piss people off about that, but um, mm -hmm. to leverage this thing into a panic is, uh, is a, uh, it's essentially a fascist uh it's a fascist trick that that is going to be used to attack us. But I mean, there may be new Omicrons or new diseases that that occur or or something else that, you know, they're, they're certainly they're not going to give up on this. Their plan is another lockdown. I, I that's I, you know, that's what they want to do They're And it's like they're pulling out the old playbook like they did last year. You know, that's what it seems like. Well, the Omicron, fortunately, seems like it's the end of COVID. And the way this works is. Although Omicron is not, is probably 50% of the variants right now, you know, in January, for early January, 2021, 22, um, it's, it sounds as if we may not have had a fatality in the United States, despite that it, the fact that it's 50% of the people who get infected with COVID now. And this thing has a strong effects on uh, making you immune from the other variants too. So you can still get sick. And uh, you were mentioning to me, Kilroy, before um, we got started that that you had gotten sick with COVID just as I had in the last uh, month and a half or two months, and you and your wife mm -hmm. both recovered. So mm -hmm. tell that story. Well, it, it just started out with, you know, with, with my wife at first. And when she first went to the doctor, you got the uh, false reading on it. It said that she didn't have it. So they said, uh, well, it must be a, a stomach flu or something or bug or something well she kept getting worse getting worse getting worse we went back and the doctor says hey uh, you mind if i test you again because these things can just you know give you false readings 
and he did and she had it and I had it and um it was more or less with us uh, a little bit of breathing issue but with us it was like a stomach really bad stomach thing I mean we couldn't keep anything down we couldn't eat we were down for like 10 days feeling that way we couldn't move uh, it's, uh, I had like body, body aches from my neck all the way down. It was so painful for me to get up and walk, you know, just the little things. And, and when you, when, when you started feeling a little better, uh, you still found yourself still very fatigued. That seems to t- take, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, a long time to recover. Of course, no taste, no smell. Finally just got mine back. It took a while, but that's what our experience was. My understanding is that, uh, some people experience it a little different, you know? There are many variants of this thing. How how old are you and what treatment did you have? I am 56 and the doctor gave us zinc, told us to drink tonic water, vitamin C, vitamin D. Um, He gave us, I don't know the proper name like you do, the dewormer medication. Ivermectin. Yes. Gave us that. And uh, that was basically it. and it would just took a long time. And he told us it's going to take a long time. And of course you have a very high fever. You got to keep an eye on that, you know, but, uh, that's, that's what, what the treatment was. And he, he, we, we were blessed with a great doctor. He brought out the documentation saying he showed us the false garbage versus the truth, which I really appreciate that. He did that. He says, you, you don't listen to this garbage. This is what we're going to do. You know, these guys are losing their license for prescribing this, these therapies that works. I mean, this, this narrative has, has a stranglehold on so many, so many sources here, including the medical boards and some big organizations like Kaiser Permanente. And I mean, it's a, it's a crazy, crazy scene. So how far into your disease process did you get uh, the medications? Uh, right away. As soon as he found out that, uh, you know, it was, it was another test, he uh, immediately Oh, and, and I think I mentioned, I think days. I mentioned to you the zinc. He gave us like the liquid yeah. zinc and we put that in with the tonic water and that really, you know, three or four days yep. before you got started. Yep. Well, apparently if you get started right away, your chances of even, even having the symptoms you had are pretty low and mm-hmm. you guys are theoretically not in the highest risk group, but your wife has a chronic medical problem like mine does. So, uh, right. so it's a little more worrisome. Yes. Uh, we, we got the whole thing. I had three weeks and I didn't get started for two days. I didn't get us started on those medications for two days. And we used hydroxychloroquine also. Uh, But we also had a course that maybe was much milder because we took the medications, but it was no fun. And I I was tremendously fatigued for three weeks. Yes. And I never had a fever though. So I don't think I was quite as sick as you were. Yeah. Yeah. The fatigue has just seemed, it went on forever. Yep. Yeah, you feel like you're never going to recover and you're going to become mm-hmm. a long, haul, long hauler. Yeah. Well, um, it's, uh, you know, the, the good news, though, is that uh, we're totally immune and uh, the chances of us ever having COVID are approaching zero. There's some controversy about that, but certainly the chances of us uh, uh, dying from COVID have, have dropped to zero virtually. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the... Omicron thing, which is is sweeping across America um, and is tremendous six or eight times as uh, as infectious as the Delta variants and so on, that thing is going to immunize the entire country. That's the good news that is happening, just as far as the natural course of this this, uh, manufactured virus goes. 
Did you happen to see Biden's more or less, uh, to my opinion, like he threw in the towel and said, there's nothing the government can do about this now. He's given well, it up to the state. Do you think like he, he knows that they they're defeated and they're w- what their real mission is here? And they, and he just threw in the towel. Did you, well, did you I, hear about I, that? I heard about that. I don't uh, watch Biden. I'm trying to keep up. With oh, I do, too. I don't either. I just stuff. happened to see the but clip. No, I understand. And I think my impression at the time, this, the courts were going to beat him on this issue. And so he wanted to look better politically. But but apparently the court cases are still going on and they they are going to uh, beat him. And it, uh, so, I mean, it's it's hard to dissect uh, Biden's motives. He mm-hmm. seems to be uh, handled. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's the kindest way to put it. Um, right. He's he doesn't sort he doesn't seem like an independent actor. He's too demented. And so on. All right. Yeah, it's other people uh, pulling the strings. I mean, it's I it's an appalling situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so the, I don't think there's going to be a practical problem with again, and they're going to have to come up with some other other uh, line of nonsense to uh, to get us um, to get us all worked up, you know? Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah, it'll be something else, I'm sure. So, can you explain like any the, the new updates that we have uh, that well, you have coming on? Many things and. Uh, you know, very positive. Uh, and the, 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 best, the best two things are Rogan got on these two academic uh, physicians, uh, Robert Malone and Peter McCullough. And most of your listeners are probably familiar with Peter McCullough. Malone is a little more obscure, uh, but uh, these guys are top academics in the world. And Malone was the inventor of the RNA technology. And he originally got vaxxed and the son of a gun got uh, blood pressure that went up to two thirds uh, systolic, I mean, which is phenomenally mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. Got admitted, but his cardiologist got it under control somehow with medications. But he lived through that, and uh, so he had a complication himself. Um, and he has sort of joined the opposition. And his interview is brilliant, and he practically cried at the end. And he says, he said that the two things. Hill said he's willing to die for, die on, are number one, uh, giving this toxic uh, nonsense to children who have no chance of benefit, and number two, the censorship. And the censorship, in my view, is it's the most appalling part of the whole thing. It's worse than the COVID, it's worse than anything else, and if we let this stand, uh, we're basically in a uh, some sort of fascist uh, uh, state. I mean, we're, we might as well just move to Australia and be done with it. Uh, but, uh, and it, fortunately, we're not living in Hong Kong. You and I can talk. We can distribute our podcasts on these alternative platforms like BitChute or Rumble. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we can do, still do our websites and this and that. And, you know, there's no secret police bro- breaking our uh, doors down yet. Uh, but we, we've got to fight now because, uh, you know, our feet are in the alligator's mouth. I mean, we, you, you can't, you can't not fight now if you yeah, know what's absolutely. going on. Absolutely. Yeah. You have and to keep, you have to keep fighting. The, it's a worldwide, um, it's a worldwide problem. It's not limited to the United States. It's not limited to the, you know, the red states or the blue states. Um, it's, it's, it's a crazy thing. And the wealthy people in the world seem to want to control the whole thing. So we can put uh, links in the show notes. It's kind of hard to explain the whole thing. And uh, it's easier to stick to the COVID. But uh, so we got, well, the other thing that happened was we got this publication of a book 
by RFK Jr., which is still only $3 on Kindle. And a friend of mine, I sent that book to, you know, it cost me three bucks, not too much. And uh, also uh, sent him links to those uh, shows and it totally red pilled him. I, I thought he'd never come around, but he's, he's a rational actor. He read that book. It has 2,300 references that are directly linked to the ebook. I don't know whether you've read ebooks, but they're wonderful. You can just click right through to the references. And so it's uh, the real Anthony Fauci. And it describes Fauci's, um, I mean, he's basically a career criminal. And it shows how, how insane our, uh, you know, our federal agencies are. Nobody's freaking watching these guys. I mean, this right. guy gradually built his power and he probably has distributed a T trillion dollars worth of US funding to his, his friends and people he has relationships with and all these all these uh, uh, academics and between Gates Foundation and Fauci's group, which is called the NIAID, I forget what it stands for, but he's, he's a federal agent, agent, the head of the federal agency for like 40 or 50 years. Between those two is well over half of the research funding in the world. So these guys have built a kingdom for themselves and they're incredibly powerful. And uh, Fauci uh, essentially is, and Gates has used Africa as a um, as a test uh, subject, and they've been responsible for untold deaths in Africa. I don't know. I don't want to quote the number. And he also was responsible for using uh, these black orphans in the United States. I mean, it's just you know the media gets a hold of little doggies. The doggies are nothing. You know, he's killed yeah. all these people. I so, don't understand why he's not in jail. He's incredibly powerful, and the 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 uh, it, it what's going on now is is it's it doesn't make um, legal sense that there are people held in Washington without bail and all this stuff, and then on so many levels, our constitution has been uh, changed. But we're we're all hoping that we can uh, have some sort of political change. I mean, I don't care if a hard left person comes in as long as he believes in the constitution. Absolutely. And, you know, it has R nothing RFK, to do with the right or left, you know, yeah, yeah. all should believe in that constitution. The RFK jr. He's um, identifies with the left. He's best friends with people like John Kerry. And he, he has been um, outed and uh, uh, beaten up by the left narratives because he, he departed from he departed ways from them about 25 years ago when he started looking into the vaccines carefully, and uh, he couldn't support um, the, uh, the 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 well documented problems with thimerosal and mercury for these things that hardly do anything and and have been given liability relief in the uh, the legally and so so he became an outcast and he's departed further and further from them at every step and I mean. He's a great man with capital letters. I mean, it's mm -hmm. he's a fantastic. I followed him around like the fans used to follow around Grateful Dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So that says a lot. If, if you're interested in him, in him um, and I recommend him entirely uh, and without qualification, um, he's got a group called the Children's Health Initiative, and he has podcasts, and it's they're very easy to understand. They're they're short and concise. And it, it's, it's, they're exceedingly credible. And he's, he's throwing himself on this hand grenade for us, you know? And I mean, it, it's, it's quite a rabbit hole to go down to start looking at all this stuff. The other podcast that's excellent is the Bregans podcast. 
B-R-E-G-G-I-N-U-G, I'm sure you've seen. And they've got a, a, a platform and uh, posts and all that. And Kennedy, I mean, he's filing a lot of lawsuits. The guy's a lawyer and he, he's got a huge team behind him and some, you know, people are giving him money. And of course, I mean, with the limited resources I have, I donate to him and a few other uh, uh, people who seem to need the money. Yeah. McCullough is apparently $150,000 in the hole with his legal fees, wow. which uh, may sound like a lot of money to you, but it doesn't sound like a lot of money to, uh, to people who are familiar with medical board actions and, and malpractice defense. Um, you know, it just sounds, sounds like he didn't have insurance for medical board stuff, oh, you know, in which okay. they've attacked him. I don't, I don't know any details. It may just be civil suits, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, he's getting attacked for his viewpoints and his viewpoints are, he can't get, he says he welcomes uh, a suit, a lawsuit, a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A plaintiff suit because he can destroy him. They're get the to get, to get his message out that way. Yeah, he'd get his message out that way. So nobody, mm -hmm. nobody, nobody has sued him claiming defamation or anything because mm -hmm. it's all. And the, Kennedy says the same thing. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I'm quoting Kennedy and not McCullough. These guys, they're they're both just absolute heroes, and uh, you know I admire them. God bless them. Wow. So, um, where do you think this is? This is just going to go on forever. Do you think it's just going to go on forever? It's just going to be like a long, like you were saying earlier, it's just going to be a long battle. As long as we fight, we, we can win this. Do you not agree? Well, <clears throat> I, I make it a rule never to predict the future, Kilroy. True, true. No, that's <laughs> so true. I, I don't want to. I just thought maybe it. like your personal opinion, what you yeah. think, like I, 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 my impression. That's is my personal opinion, opinion is, is I, I every time ball, I, right? yeah. Every time I try to predict the future, I, but I, I wouldn't, if, if I were, I mean, I, I'm not sanguine about an easy finish mm -hmm. to this, but right. um, we don't have any choice, but to fight. I mean, that's the oh, only absolutely. thing. I mean, it's just, yeah. So, and I, I, I don't say things that discourage people like, like it's just a horrible problem. And, you know, it is, it's freaking amazing, uh, amazingly horrible problem. Nietzsche said, I'm not disappointed that you lied to me. I'm disappointed that I can never trust you again. Trust you again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. So this, this now applies to our government agencies, such as the CDC, the FDA. I mean, I wrote a lot about the FDA in my book, Butchered by Healthcare. There's the, uh, there's the uh, advertisement, right? Awesome. Um, so I read, a, I wrote about the FDA and they're, they're, these guys are what Kennedy calls sock puppets or captured uh, regulatory bodies. And what that means is the industry has bought them off and the National Institute, Institutes of Health, the NIH, all those are essentially, uh, they're lying to us. And this also, you know, the thing about the lies, it also applies to the media and the tech companies. So I think the trend is gonna be, hopefully to trust all those people less and less because basically you can't trust anybody like that. Um, right. Lied to you over and over. So. I don't know whether you think about Wikipedia, but everyone says that's of questionable validity, but it's actually under much more active attack the last five years. And the drug companies rewrite their Wikipedia entries daily. You know, they, you can't keep anything true in their Wikipedia entries. Um, they're, my YouTube videos get taken down within an hour of putting them up. You know, anything that mentions COVID or the vaccine or any of this stuff um, gets censored. Right, right.
it, it, it's that's the only thing they have is to try to censor. That's why I'm hoping Trump's social media will help, you know, with when he does that. Maybe a lot of people will go on that and maybe, uh, you know, that that'll get the message out there. I mean, well, yeah. Rogan, Rogan is now on G.E.T.T.R. Getter and he's drug as, uh, you know, whatever it is, eight million followers over to Getter after, you know, he he uh, did these couple of interviews and Twitter censored him off of Twitter. So, um, you know, I wouldn't characterize that as Trump's. I think we have to view it as a Twitter replacement that welcomes everybody. Right. Exactly. And exactly. And as far as Trump goes, I mean, one of the discouraging thing is he's he cannot be unaware of the academics surrounding the vaccine. Yeah. But he is still advocating the vaccine. And I don't know what is going on. Maybe I can't figure thinks, that out. I can't figure that out. Maybe he thinks that the maybe he thinks that the uh, no one can win an election without the uh, big pharma. And that may be true. Uh, but it seems like if they'd stand up and, and talk truth, um, he'd, he'd get the rest of us all psyched up. You, you know the story about the Florida Surgeon General, Dr. Ladapo. He's an African guy, and he's telling the truth. I mean, he supports the treatment with zinc, vitamin D, quercetin, and monoclonal antibodies. And he says that off-label prescri prescribing of drugs is a good idea, but he doesn't mention ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. Um, but I'm, I, he's obviously referring to that. So, uh, you know, Florida is a, a bright uh, a bright spot. And, mm -hmm. you know, obviously that governor down there is supporting this guy, and he, I think oh, he man. appointed him. So that's, that's a great governor they have. They're yeah. blessed with him. Yep. Um, so do you, do you think that um, eventually we, we will, I, I know that's another can't predict the future, but are you hopeful that maybe like we will just have victory in this on our side? But again, does that also depend on how hard we fight, right? Well, Kilroy, if, if the people understand what's going on, I don't know how they can, they, they can perpetrate this stuff with two-thirds of people understanding that everything they say is, is uh, completely the reverse of Do you what think that's saying. getting better or you think it's still the same? You still think there's a lot of sheep out there? Well, I, I mean, look, I can't, I, I can't, uh, I, I can't tell. My, my wife thinks it's getting better and she reads a little more mainstream stuff than I do. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, from my end, the whole, the whole thing seems so obvious uh, to me with the, uh, the sources that I read and what I read is modestly academic. I, you know, the people like me usually read Substack or they read primary articles, right? And you probably understand, you, you know about Substack. Substack is a platform that unfortunately was started in San Francisco that seems to support no censorship, right? So far, <laughs> so far, so, so good. far, right? Yeah, if they, if they sell the thing to uh, Google, um, who knows what will happen, but mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, Joseph Mercola, right? Mm -hmm. Mercola is the, Mercola was, was I, I, he says that Biden said that he was the number one enemy in America, right? He, you know, of course, Kennedy was number two. You know, Kennedy, Kennedy is unbelievable. Mercola has been talking about um, alternative treatments and uh, you know, and he's been describing the corruption for a decade, at least. And he's, he had, he had uh, something like 40,000 posts of blogs, and he apparently was threatened with physical harm 
unless he took them all down. So what he did was he, he took them all down and he still published, but the, the, the posts would vanish after 48 hours. You've seen that. Uh, and you can subscribe to these things. Now, he still has a podcast, which is excellent. And uh, I mean, it's just so much of this material is very hard, even for somebody like me who works full time on it to, to keep up with what the devil is going on. But mm -hmm. Mercola, he, in my opinion, he, you know, he's got, he's one of these vitamin guys who sells all these different vitamins. And I thought that many of his claims went way too far, but um, he certainly is never accused of killing anybody by feeding him a few expensive vitamins. And his posts about the politics were right on, very courageous and impressive. And so he, he lost, he essentially lost all these posts. I mean, it was tens of thousands of these things that were like a, like a library of information about all kinds of stuff. And the news was yesterday that he went on Substack and he's actually going to repost the whole damn thing on Substack. So it's, it's, a, it's great news. I mean, we were, my friends and I were preserving his uh, posts every time he put them up and we just copy and paste it onto a Word document. Yeah, because you don't know when it's not going to be there, right? Well, it won't be there in 48 hours after he posts it and they disappear. Mm -hmm. So we've got a file of these things, uh, at least the last year. And I was actually performing some of them for my podcast. In other words, they were so good that I reproduced them. And when he took the stuff offline, he said that he they were also off copyright. So it wasn't against the rules for me to do that. I have very well written and I'm able, I mean, you can, you guys can look me up and find my podcast. It's not, it's not all that impressive and my, uh, my production qualities aren't that good, but I, I hey man, it's about I, the message. It's about yeah, the message, brother. I've got, uh, I've got half of my books on my podcast chapter by chapter, right? Right. And, and then I started posting other things and I've got a few guests and, you know, I posted some of my podcasts that other people did for me. So do you, do you learn new things yourself when you talk to your other colleagues as well? You, and you guys share ideas and, you know, and like if someone says this and you go, wow, I wouldn't realize that. And so that I get, does that kind of help you out as well? Kilwright, I'm not a clinician, right? I'm retired. Mm -hmm. I'm a retired cosmetic surgeon. So sure. I've never treated this disease. Most of right. what, you know, I've learned the stuff, <clears throat> you know, the by by secondary sources. And uh, I mean, Substack is just incredible. I mean, the, the Steve Kirsch is one of the best. Alex Berenson is one of the best. I mean, the, these guys are. Uh, are telling the academics, uh, and then there's uh, Paul Alexander uh, was, I mean, he's this brilliant guy uh, from Trinidad, and he uh, he's living in the United States, and he worked for Trump for a while, and I mean, he faced a lot of opposition from the people in Trump's group who were basically, uh, you know, just trying to pursue the globalist agenda, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. But but he now puts out several of these things a day. If you can tolerate reading them, they're they're the science. I mean, yesterday he put out this thing. <laughs> I mean, he put out this woman. You know, skin necrosis or skin death can happen for a number of reasons. But this woman had um, skin death of her, uh, you know, her uh, private parts mm -hmm. within a week of the vaccine, and so the, the mm -hmm. vaccine causes clotting and. I mean, the whole thing turned black 
it uh, sloughed off. In other words, it just kind of came off over a few weeks. She was hospitalized for a month. I mean, this is a weird one. Um, but, uh, you know, and it, it almost certainly was caused because of the, the relationship and time to uh, getting the vaccine, uh, you know, because, I mean, people get strokes, they get, they get uh, 50% of the people who take the vaccine have evidence of um, microclotting in their bloodstream. In other words, they, within 48 hours, and they, they can draw the blood and see these abnormal features in the blood. Uh, but they are not symptomatic, most of them, but, um, you know, the human body is a, is a phenomenally uh, resilient thing, and we can tolerate almost anything. Can you explain uh, why it, they are so anxious and aggressively pushing the booster? What is their mission on that? I have an idea, in my opinion, but I, what's your opinion? Well, you know this is the most profitable medication in history. And if they actually develop credibility for this pack of lies that says that the boosters are useful, and they, they are, they're completely worthless because they don't address the new uh, each the, the virus mutates and changes, and they are they have a small efficacy for decreasing symptoms for the older variants of the virus. They're absolutely not. They don't prevent. I mean, it's just crazy. I have to laugh because they don't prevent infectivity, and they they don't produce immunity. I mean, it's crazy. The people that are getting this thing now have all been boosted and hassled with the vaccines and all that. So that's well documented. Well over half of the people in developed countries who are getting COVID and hospitalized are people that have already had the vaccine, you know, quote vaccine and multiple multiple boosters. So there it it actually probably increases the their infect their You think that's their mission? Infected. Maybe they know it's going to increase it they can uh, they can just keep, you know, going on with their agenda. Well, first of all, I don't think that they've currently come up with something that destroys health in the long term. And that would be a true black swan. I mean, mm. it's possible that this thing's a bioweapon, that it, it puts uh, little uh, microchips in you, that, uh, but it it's, doesn't seem very likely to me. And mm -hmm. the people are very resilient. I think those of us who recover after a year, a year, a year and a half, um, we've got, you know, likely no more chance of problems. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't some permanent problems. I mean, obviously people are dying and people are getting sick. They're having strokes. They're, the fertility is altered and some of them are thrown into the change of life or menopause by the vaccine. I mean, it's, it's crazy. The stuff sequesters or concentrates in the ovaries more avidly than any other body tissue. So that, that's a very bad sign. And when women have menstrual uh, difficulties, um, immediately after the vaccine, that's a sign that reproductive systems are affected. But um, as far as anybody can tell, a year to 17 months after this thing happens, you know, after the last shot, you're pretty much okay if you haven't had symptoms up to then. Um, so I don't think that that's the, uh, that, that's the, the issue here. The, the issue is, is that if we let these jackals inject us with anything, uh, without our permission, uh, we are opening up to almost any, almost any, uh, uh, you know, any sort of uh, totalitarian or fascist possibilities. And it's, it's exceedingly profitable. The, the drug companies are going along for the ride because this is what they do. They promote mm -hmm. misinformation and, 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 and jack everybody up over diseases that sometimes don't, don't amount to anything or are such a small phenomenon that they don't even 
they can't even justify the drug without without the huge charges. So, do you think uh, the good, if there's any good part out of this, you think maybe this will have everyone focus on how bad the big pharma is, and it's going to bite them in the rear end. You think eventually? Well, I think you know this. <laughs> This industry, I mean, I just have to laugh because it's just so crazy. This industry is the most criminal industry in history. And Pfizer is the most criminal company in history as measured by their criminal settlements and judgments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> criminal settlements and judgments. It's in the billions. You know, the industry's settlements and judgments are in the billions every year. So we're trusting people that, that just haven't lied. They're, it's not that they've lied to us. They're criminals. And th- this idea that there, we, there's anything they do that we can try. I mean, I, I don't want to say that medicine is all bad. I never want to go there. Right, but if right, I right. could snap my finger and, uh, and, and disband these, you know, the, there are sources. There was a book called The Chicken Shit Club. <laughs> Sorry about the profanity. <laughs> but they, it described I the like state that. of the federal prosecutors. And these guys... They're not powerful enough to go after these corporations. I mean, I think we went over in our first show the size of these things. Yep. And I mean, you know, medicine is as big. The revenues for medicine in America are the same size as the federal government, about, you know, $3.5 trillion in tax revenues. And they spend more, of course. And the medicine in America is... Four trillion. So I mean, it's about the same size. So they they can't effectively go after entities like like these pharmaceutical companies, which have revenues in the many tens of billions. You know, Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson are the biggest, and they're sixty to eighty billion a year billion a year revenues. So they're so big they can afford any kind of legal uh, stuff, and they infiltrate any regulatory body, just like we talked about the FDA and the CDC and the NIH. They infiltrate these. Organiz- these supposedly oversight organizations and turn them into sock puppets as the Kennedy mm-hmm. characterizes. So mm-hmm. um, they're very, and so the compromise, the, the best that prosecutor, prosecutors could do, and I don't think it reflects their personal courage, this is the best they could do is to take fines out of these um, companies uh, every year in the billions of dollars. And uh, I don't know who has the record now, but when Pfizer had the record at one point, you know, they had a fine for, over a billion dollars and four billion dollars worth of reparations or some crazy thing. You see their commercials all the time on television. All the, the time. They're the biggest advertiser on TV. They probably represent half of all the commercials in terms of the advertising revenue. And we're there are only two company, there are only two countries in the world, US and New Zealand, who who allow direct to consumer advertising like this. And New Zealand, uh, according to what I heard recently, I think it was on um, another Rogan podcast, New Zealand apparently has them under control and regulates them tightly, but allows them to advertise there. But the US, these ads go to other countries where they're used as filler. Um, They don't have enough, I mean, it's crazy. They're probably being shown in South America, even as we're talking. We don't have a very big platform here, Kilroy. <laughs> we'll get we're there. Our best. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. get there. Hey, it's you know, at least we're trying. At least we're yeah. trying. You know, we're you, trying. I have a quick question for you before I forget, because I think last time I forgot to ask you this. What about the shedding? They say you when you get the the the, the poke, uh shedding, and that's what's causing the other people to get it. Is is that do you believe that? Is that pretty much true? Well, you know, I don't 
think that's true, but I don't know a lot about that. I, I don't think people um, communicate COVID. I don't think it goes from the vax to the COVID directly, you know, but the vax people are more susceptible to, um, to COVID because they're, for some reason, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not into the weeds on that one. It's because the, the actual COVID is in that vax. Is that why? Well, the, apparently you can detect this spike protein in the vaccinated people for up to 17 months, at least a year. And so, wow. I mean, that's all I have, I have to say about this. I'm not a uh, scientist or. A, sure, sure, know. sure. I just wanted to know your opinion, what your, what your thoughts about that, because uh, you, you hear a lot about that. And, you know, people on our side, they can, they can give you false information. You know, they don't look into it. You know, that's why you have to do your own research and, and figure it out, you know? Well, we'll stick links in our show notes and you can, uh, you can direct the listeners to those. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. And at the top of the list, in my opinion, is that RFK Jr. book. I mean, that explains most of the problem, the real Anthony Fauci. And it's, I think it's going off sale on Kindle tomorrow. So you're, anybody that hears this today should try to pick up a copy for $3. I, I'm a, I've communicated with them and made an effort to keep them to leave it at $3 because the sales are inversely related to the price. And I think he's, he's crazy to take it off. I think he ought to sell it for a dollar. I mean, mm -hmm. it's an enormous amount of work, a tremendous academic work. And he is as qualified as any of these doctors to talk about it because he's been studying it for 30 years. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I sent butchered by healthcare to him and I thought maybe learn something by it from it. Mm -hmm. But I realized when I read his book that he, he knew everything in this book already, you know, wow, right. uh, this is the background to what, what this there's the lead up the, the pharmaceutical company and the medical industry uh, lead up to what's going on now. Um, what do you think as far as um, the, sh the, the, the jab is it, it, are they just going to continue to try to uh, make a different version and just keep this thing going on and on and on? Or do you think that I don't know what they're going to do, Kilroy, but yeah. it is, it is, it seems clear to me that, I mean, I don't know how anyone could believe in this thing or take, you know, under, take this thing for the Omicron, which is harmless, you know, virtually harmless. I, I it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how you could be so out of it that you haven't picked up some dissonance about, about the jab. And I, 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 my guess is that this is going to be gone in a year, you know, mm -hmm. and COVID is going to be gone in a year because the, the truth is going to get out. And mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. that's, but I still knows? see a lot, doctor. I still see a lot of people wearing masks. That tells me they're the ones that still aren't awake yet. You know? Oh, you're, it, you're not, you're not living in California. I mean, in uh, California, yeah, we've got man. vaccine cards. We can't go to restaurants. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. And I, I think in New York too, I believe is like that. I'm LA County is nuts. Mm -hmm. I and mean, we got crazy governor. Great. I mean, it's just, I'd like to move to Florida, but I'm mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not sure I can get away with it. <laughs> My wife doesn't want to go and our daughters are here. Oh, I can understand that. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that would be a very tough thing to do. Absolutely. Wow. So um, I'm going to ask you something a little bit off the subject of this. It's just get your opinion as far as that's. Do you think they also have a cure for cancer and they just won't release it because that's a money making thing too? Well, that, that's a great question. And again, to refer back to my little Bible here that I spent three years mm -hmm. working on, um, 
I think there are many treatments that are suppressed. And basically, these guys look under the money tree and not the tree of truth, right? Mm -hmm. the, and I'm talking about the pharmaceutical companies. And we've allowed them to do their own studies. We've allowed them to conceal, conceal studies that didn't show whatever their marketing line was. And we have to regard, we have to, I mean, I can hardly even say this. We, we have to regard uh, uh, science as uh, false until proven otherwise. And that actually was the headline of a British medical journal op-ed in July. It says, it's something like we have to regard uh, the medical journal, uh, the medical journals as false until proven otherwise. And in fact, they're 95% ghostwritten by industry, right? And so they mm -hmm. put whatever spin on, they, 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 they lie about the statistics. They put one, change people from one group to another, you know, if they have cases Man. of cancer or something, that's what they did with right. Bextra, which was a drug with enormous fines imposed by, uh, that's you know, a big ma making money cancer for those guys. Yeah. That's, that's oh, a huge back to, thing. Back to your, back to your question. Um, there are clearly some treatments that aren't being looked at just the way ivermectin is trying, they're attempting to ignore and downgrade ivermectin because it's a generic drug. And then they come up with this thing, Pfizermectin, which has toxicities and ivermectin has none. And so, you know, these idiots are going to take this prescription drug because the doctors are going to be leveraged into prescribing it. And, uh, so as far as the cancer goes, there's a, there's a drug called fembendazole, F-E-M-B-E-N-D-A-Z-O-L-E. And that's worth looking at if you've got cancer and cancer is a heterogeneous disease. In other words, there's many causes and origins and types. So it may not help you, but there's, there's 20 or 40 papers about fembendazole and these anecdotes and anecdote is a case report, right? It's not a large study, right. but fembendazole is cheap because um, it's generic, it's not patentable. Uh, and it's, it's a drug related to ivermectin, which is an antiparasitic drug. So, and fembendazole, I believe is used in veterinary use and I'm not advocating veterinary medicine for people, but um, if you have cancer and you're, you're looking for a problem, a uh, solution, um, traditional medicine is there and many solutions exist in traditional medicine, but, there are a lot of things that aren't soluble with traditional medicine. And I'm not saying that you should go off and do the vitamin thing or whatever right, it is, you know, right, right, right. Um, just the, just because the, the quote is just because there are problems with aircraft design, it doesn't mean that magic carpets fly. Right. right. Absolutely. So, yeah. But there are, there are things. And if you do research, I mean, I'm going to tell the story about Zev Zelenko. If you, are you familiar with him? No, I'm not. Okay. So, Zev was a family practitioner in upstate New York, seeing about 50 patients a day and COVID hit in early 2020 and up to 250 people a day were trying to get in to see him. And these are his old friends, you know, they're, so he had a rare cancer and he was doing alternative research at the time. So he started researching ways to treat COVID with um, the, uh, you know, with the alternative stuff and in view of his research with the cancer. So he's the guy that came up with, um, hydroxychloroquine and communicated that to Trump. And then Trump communicated it to the world. And then his political opponents uh, tried to destroy this narrative by, uh, you know, you remember the whole story. Yep. But anyway, at the time that COVID was first treated, the authorities recommended no therapy until people were too sick to breathe, just about dead. Then they're supposed to go to the hospital and get innovated, right? And die. 
and get this uh, crazy therapy that killed a quarter of them right off the bat called remdesivir. So Zev, there's, a, there's a, uh, another maxim that I like to think about and that it's nothing so wonderfully focuses the mind as the prospect of being hung in the morning. So that was the position uh, Zev was in. And so uh, he, found, he found that zinc was a, a well-established treatment for viral illnesses. And he learned that hydroxychloroquine helped the zinc work and was used in many viral illnesses successfully. And he started using these things. You know, he had clinical experience of thousands of people that he's used these on. And I think if he lost a patient, there's only a few of them. So he, he found that these, these syndromes, for the most part, if he caught them early, they'd go away within, I mean, sometimes within a day. Um, so he, Governor Cuomo banned hydroxychloroquine from New York State, which was targeting Zelenko. I mean, this you can't make this stuff up. What does that tell you? Yeah, well, Cuomo, fortunately, he... You know, fortunately, he, he came to his own downfall. But um, so, well, the person in there now, I think, is not much better. But <laughs> <clears throat> who knows? I don't know how right, it works. Right. I, I don't watch that. But um, anyway, Dr. Z researched more and it led, led him to quercetin, which is a, a supplement you can buy over the counter. It's ubiquitously available. And so, Zinc, uh, he, uh, Zelenko, started using quercetin, zinc, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Vitamin D is a critical uh, ingredient. And you can use a little bit larger or somewhat larger doses of vitamin D for a week or two because that's harmless for a week or two. I mean, in theory, you could get into problems. But, you know, uh, most people have, Z, uh, have uh, D levels. Uh, they're like 20 or 30. 100 is better, which you can get with supplementation of five to 10,000 international units, depending on how heavy you are, which you can find out these doses from um, uh, AAPS COVID treatment guide, AAPS COVID treatment guide, your listeners can Google that. Um, but, uh, you know, Florida lifeguard has a D level of 120, 130. And I got mine up by taking larger doses for a week just to see what would happen. And I felt fine. I took, so, it worked nearly as well as hydroxychloroquine combination and didn't cost much, but uh, the mainstream media got a hold of that guy and shook him like a, a rat. Um, so he, he just underwent this uh, um, incredible media storm. So, but his videos have been shown around the world and he's probably saved, I mean, tens of millions of lives <clears throat> and uh, his cancer hasn't killed him yet. He's still doing well. He's had surgery, radiation and chemo. You can watch his videos online too. Zev Zelenko, Z-E-L-E-N-K-O. We can link that because it's probably not on Google anymore. Gotcha. Um, I've heard stories from various sources um, when I was doing my research, and I, I wanted to see if you think this is still going on, um, where they, a family member uh, has no choice but to take their loved one into the hospital, and they, the hospital still gets the money for them if they don't make it and they put them on a ventilator and i heard they they put they put something in there like literally destroys the organs is that true remdesivir <clears throat> remdesivir is a drug that has some sort of approval status for covid right 
And so the reason, I mean, this is, again, this is sounds 1984, but the reason why it was approved was it doesn't work because if they, if they approved ivermectin, they'd have to stop the whole effort because that does work. It's demonstrable, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so the, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the person that's, that's uh, publicized the, uh, the hospital treatment the best. And we can link that in the show notes, but <clears throat> the, the hospitals have <laughs> have this enormous conflict of interest. And that is that they get paid around $100,000 a patient Holy for, <laughs> I know, for, for treatment of COVID. And why, why is this government doing that? Well, why do they, they're, well, I think why, we know the Why answer. is the government censoring us? And why, yeah. why are yeah. we hearing these stories from big tech uh, that are, they're not true? And why, you know, there's, there's, there's something happening here that's not good. Um, so, but I think if we get the word out that there are so many lies and so many distortions and so many things that are that are actually injurious um, to individuals that I think we can we can come around. We can make it come around. So, um, they get they get bonus for. Uh, I mean, this is what I read, and I think it's from a reputable source. But they get bonus from for. Um, you know, admission, diagnosis of COVID, <clears throat> put him on remdesivir, put him on a ventilator, which is not very useful. And finally, they get a bonus for them freaking kicking the bucket. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. But but I if mean, they if that's that was stopped, that would end this. It's well, because they I think there are a lot money, of other forces. You know? I think there are a lot of see the thing most people don't understand is yeah. the hospitals are about the same ethical quality as the drug companies, right? They are money making machines, and um, Elizabeth Rosenthal described this in her book. Uh, what is the name of that? American American Sickness, I think that's the name of it. Um, but the hospitals are ruthless, and they basically just do about anything they can to. Uh, to uh, uh, generate another billing code. They've got teams of coders who go after uh, people. I mean, I have a friend who works in an emergency department and he says he's counseled regularly because he, does, he doesn't order enough labs. You know, they, they make more money when they order a CT scan for every back pain, you know, and instead he evaluates them and uh, discharges them if it's appropriate. And, and I've also heard too, doctors, that they, uh, the family members can't get, they won't release them. They, the hospitals will, have them stay there until they die well they um, have to have a fight to get them can, out of there you can read about this on this uh website that uh who's this physician is one of the persons just um publicizing this but with this uh supposed infection control for covid which turns out to be a sham all the masks and social distancing and everything else there are 400 studies that disprove this and if you want I mean, I essentially have all this together in one link, one link document with hundreds of references, and it's only 2000 words long. And you can, you can look at the links in my document, which will be in the show notes, you know, not the whole thing, but a link to a online thing where you can look at that. But, um, sorry, I lost my thread. We're talking about the, uh, the hospital sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're, they're essentially have the same ethics as pharma. They are set up as corporations and, that's their their nature. I mean, it's like the uh, the tarantula crossing the river, the frog the frog on the frog's back. You know, he stings the frog at the end of the the trip because that's his nature. Well, we can't expect the way these corporations, these international corporations, to behave any better. Um, you know, the regulators aren't powerful enough to do anything, 
and I, I mean, I, as you say, I mean, I'm concerned about how this is going to end. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I, I, I don't think the COVID thing is going to be around in a year. I mean, it seems like the Omicron is going to put, throw it out. There'll be the something else they'll replace it with, and they'll they'll think of some other scare yeah. tactic. But you can you can know that you're getting conned by the idea that there's a big hype about something terribly frightening. And do your research and figure it out, just like you do with this one. So what advice do you give everyone right now like with, with these new updates that you've been giving us? It's just, uh, one, I know you said don't give up and f- keep fighting. We have to keep doing that. Um, well, and my, my scare thing is, me personally being scared is like, you can't even trust to go to the hospital. I don't trust them. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> and that's sad, you know? You, you can't trust the healthcare system anymore. I no. mean, that's sad. I mean, no. I... Um, Robert Malone said that the reason why he was standing up was one of the reasons was that they destroyed his activity of his lifetime, which was messenger RNA vaccine. They, they're using it. These people that don't know what they're doing are promoting this thing that doesn't work for the, you know, it had some very mild efficacy early in the pandemic, but, um, and I feel the same way. I mean, the, the doctors are, I'm ashamed of them. And uh, I mean, I guess if I was still practicing, maybe I'd fall into the same pressures that they did. Uh, they do, but um, I mean, nobody seems to have the fortitude to stand up against the narrative. And uh, of course, I don't have a, a, a game in the uh, horse in the race now because I'm retired, so they can't they can't take my medical license. Um, so uh, yeah, it's a. I mean, it's it's an unbelievable scene, and it's it's uh, we've never seen anything like this, and. We, we, we've, got to, we've got to keep trying. And the good news is we got some better tools now with Rogan and we've got that RFK Jr. book. And if you guys um, pass those around and every individual is responsible here. If you, don't, if you don't stand up, you're an accessory to the crime and the crime is genocide. You know, if you don't stand up, you're standing with Amazon and Facebook and, you know, <laughs> And Google and all of that is good. all those tech companies and the politicians and you know these big corporations that are the hospitals and everyone else who are just they're rent rent seeking, which means just snatching the money up off the pavement. You know, yeah, we yeah we, we have to stand up. That's the only way. You know, individually and and, and you know Absolutely. try to try to red pill your people around you. And if 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 they if they're not amenable to it, don't waste your time. I mean, right. you just you try industrial move on to the next on. one. Yeah, move on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. So is there any other uh, updates that you think it's important to, to share with us? Well, I think this is an interesting story. Um, <clears throat> U.S. immigrants from communist countries can see exactly what's going on now. And I've got some that have written me and they say, they say they're having deja vu, which is a feeling of having already experienced the present situation. So I don't know whether you've heard of Plandemic. That was a film about this thing that's been viewed over a million times. Mm-hmm. He interviewed a lot of these people and everyone agreed that this current situation is ominous. They almost said exactly the same thing. You know, it doesn't look good. So these people can see into the future because they, they understand the past. We don't, we're, we're so coddled that we think that just because during our lifetimes, things have been stable here that they're that, that you know that 
right and truth in the American way is going to prevail. It's not, we can't predict the future by looking at our past uh, because we've been, we've been graced with an incredible period of stability. Um, I, I think that we're going to see some unstable times and you're going to see it for longer than me because you're, you're 10 years younger than I am. <laughs> I'm praying that the Lord will call us back before then. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I'm praying for a healthy, healthy oh, life. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Absolutely. And you know, uh, I was joking, of course, yeah, but yeah. it's, it's, it's our responsibility, even as believers in Christ, he wants us to fight and he, you know, that's our responsibility to do that, you know, not just to give up and say, oh, I'm not gonna, that's a selfish thing to say, but yeah, yeah, it's, and I think maybe we will, I think this year it'll start slowly dying down. Don't you think you'll, you'll well, maybe I, what by summer, fall, something like that, you might see, you know, not much of it. I think that the people that understand what's going, I mean, I, you get my newsletter. Mm -hmm. So I, I said at first, before any of the commentators, Omicron is going to put out COVID, right? But if you've been following the substacks or any of these, that's what these people are bloviating about now. And so I, I think that for the people, and you and I, when we got COVID, we were anxious. Even I was anxious because even though I had all the medications in hand and I started them relatively soon, I knew I wasn't going to yeah. die. I didn't feel that good. And I was, it, 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 there was so much anxiety. But for the, yeah. the standard person on the street, I mean, it's horrifying and they don't have access to the, all this knowledge base. But I, I think that um, I don't know how that these lies can be perpetrated for too much more about this problem. They're going to, as we said, they're going to come up with something new and we have to be aware of that and understand that almost everything that goes on in the mainstream media is a spin at the very kindest, you know, it's, it's an outright lie in, in many cases. And, and I mean, I, I can't stand to read that stuff. I mean, it's just so freaking crazy. And I don't know how, I don't know how anybody can look at that and, uh, and think there's any truth to it at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, doctor, wouldn't you think, too, is remember how they lied about the deaths? Uh, you know, they exaggerated the numbers. When you think you would see a lot of homeless people that died in the street? And we really didn't see that. I don't think. Did we? Well, there the statistics were you, first of all, now, Kilroy, you can, I'm Robert, not doctor. Forget forget about that stuff. I've left the Foreign Legion. Right. So we're, we're peers here. We're on the podcast together. I'm trying to but, show um, respect, man. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, but uh, um, I, there are many, many ways that the statistics were ruined and, uh, we don't really know what happened. Uh, but the thing we do know is that at least 85% of the people who died could have been saved by these simple treatments. And that, that seems very clear, uh, based on, uh, you know, based on the, the people that have experience with these drugs. So we can't do the formal studies and all the idiots calling for, um, uh, you know, double blind randomized control, that stuff takes years. And when, you, when you're, when you've got this kind of panic and this kind of uh, um, problem, uh, you've got to go to treatments that are well-established already for viral illnesses and try to apply them uh, for COVID. And this combination of treatments seems to hit the several phases of this disease. You know, there's, there's, there's a, um, you know, and they even treat it, treat it with aspirin for the, you know, if you're in a higher risk group, you probably ought to take an aspirin a day for a month. Uh, that has small risks, but uh, it prevents some of the clotting. And they're People trying are, to still push the children to take the, 
the jab, right? Well, you understand, you understand about that. I don't know whether I went over this, but if they get approval for children, and that can even, they're, they're talking about 16 to 18 year olds, right? And that's a child in, by definition. If they get approval for that, um, the, they get permission to, um, to have liability relief indefinitely for the whole program. <laughs> you didn't know that? I mean, it's just freaking preposterous. And so that's the reason why they are pushing the children. Um, let me let me see. There's another couple of insane facts. I told you about remdesivir. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another insane factoid. Okay, why? And you know, I laugh because it's like a tragic comedy. I'm not laughing because I think it's funny, you know. Right. Um, but why aren't the people who are entering the U.S. illegally offered the vaccine? And the answer is they're not covered by lawsuit protection immunity. <laughs> so, I mean, you couldn't make this stuff up. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really scary. I mean, you, I'm sure a lot of them have it when they're crossing over, you know? Well, it's, you know, yeah. You know, when we worked in emergency, um, we would laugh sometimes after we saw something really truly horrible. And I'm sure people who are in combat have the same reaction. Sure. So that's, that's what my uh, laughing is all about. I mean, it, it's a, it's a, it's such a wild scene. You can't make it up. And that's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's literally like, were we watching a movie or. <laughs> yeah. It's, just... it, we're, it's like we're in a sci-fi. Novel. Yeah. Yeah. Like the twilight zone or something. It's yeah. just incredible. And every day it's always something. You know, and that's why I'm thankful for people like you, because you're keeping us updated with that, because I'm sure every day you see something new, don't you? Every day. Well, it's shocking to me that I could write I could write one of these um, posts every week and I do it about every two weeks. And I feel like I've I've gotten behind on the good stuff. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. it is crazy. And I spend at least four hours a day reading or listening to these things. And I'm looking at aggregators who uh, who put it together. And but the best are the substacks which I discovered only recently. And if you're, if you're, if you're in the position where you have to know what's going on up to date, um, do that. If you're not subscribe to my newsletter and I'll, I'll let you know every two weeks, what, what you've missed, what horrible new developments there are. Right. Well, that's, that's great to know. Great to know. You can get that on my website, robertyohoauthor.com. You can just sign in and, you know, sign up. Does that have link to your books there too? Everything? Yeah, it's got links to my books. It's got audio of 50% of the books for free. And it's got links to my podcast, which is okay. rudimentary. The production values are not high. Hey, hey, it's about the message, my friend. And you're doing a great job. And um, I'm so thankful for, for you for what you're doing. Because we, without people like you, you know, you're going to have still have the people not informed, you know. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, we, I'm happy to come back on in a few months and we can chat again. Uh, Gilroy. Thank you. Absolutely. So real quick, before we wrap this up, what is the good news in this whole thing? There's got to be some kind of good news that we're looking forward to. Well, I think, I think the best news is that, um, I, I think the best news is a lot of people understand what's going on now. Uh, and, uh, I, th- I mean, there are theories about the psychological states of these people that absolutely deny that there's anything going on. They've been sort of programmed. Um, and uh, one of the psychologists called it a mass formation psychology. And it seems like a third of the country, or maybe 25%, 
is utterly brainwashed. But the good news is the rest of us seem to be coming around and at least a solid third just think the whole thing is total BS. And the, uh, you know, and the rest of them are, are coming around. We have these tools. Rogan is a hero. I mean, he, when you get taken down from Twitter, when you got 8 million followers, that must be kind of a blow. But he got on that uh, G-E-T-T-R platform, which is the Twitter replacement. And hopefully that'll, that'll uh, be a, a trend in the downfall of Twitter's fortunes. I mean, I don't know how anyone can stand to look at that stuff myself. Right. But uh, I guess it's a uh, it's powerful. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're soon to end at the big tech. I really believe that it's it's going to be the end of them. You know, either you know the government's eventually going to, whenever that'll happen. But I I just believe that it's it's they can't go on forever like this. You know, and that's why I was saying earlier, at least like uh, Trump participating in trying to start another sort of media. I think that will help. You know get that true message out there. there there's a corollary to the the idea that it can't go on forever like this and that is the corollary means a sub sub rule and the sub rule says it can go on a lot longer than you think it can <laughs> so so i don't know i don't i don't make any predictions except no, for, you can't make any predictions but we can always you know keep fighting oh, and keep yeah. having faith and you know it's you know that's all we can do you know the religious people are core of good values in america and i'm thankful that we have them oh amen amen yeah. absolutely yeah we can't survive without them that is for sure we really do well robert not doctor i won't say that <laughs> i appreciate you coming on again and yeah let's do this again because i know i know when i read your emails oh you got another update you got this information and then, you know, that's why i wanted to get in touch with you after the holidays i'm like i got to see if he wants to share some more stuff because i'm going to tell you a lot of people that i've shared with you, with you about you know you and your link and my family they've learned a lot and they appreciate you and they're, and it's word of mouth and they pass it on to someone else and then so i'm gonna let you know your message is getting out there and I'm, I'm making sure that happens well i appreciate it kilroy and my message is derivative it's not it's not my message it's a message of these heroes like rfk jr and sure. mccullough and uh yeah well, you're okay. in the pipeline, my friend. You're helping <laughs> sending it out. <laughs> I'm, I'm a yeah, I'm a small animal, but even small animals can play their part, like hobbits, right? In the Great War. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, don't hang up on me after we end this. I still want to talk to you. Thank okay. you so much. We appreciate it, and we'll get back soon. Okay. It's a pleasure, Kilroy. Thank you. All right. God bless you.